Welcome to being a witch, where you get bombarded with information and probably learn more than you ever did at school. If you're feeling overwhelmed and like you have no idea what to do with all of this information, calm down, it's alright, and let me introduce you to a book of shadows. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday if you're listening to this the day that it comes out. I hope that you're all having a really, really good day, wherever you are and whatever day you're listening to this. I'm very excited for this episode because it's one that I've been just waiting for, for quite a while. Um, As you guys will know, if you follow the shop, I have found and supply gorgeous, gorgeous books of shadows and I have a whole new drop coming very, very soon. And it's all well and good, me finding nice ones and showing you all but it's good to know that you have options and it's also good to know what the fuck you do with them so let me introduce you to the book of shadows i would just like to note that i will be talking a little bit about grimoires but mostly this is about books of shadows so what is a book of shadows Basically, it's a witch's personal book of magic. It's like a diary. It includes records of magical workings, dreams, rituals, spell outcomes, stuff like that. A grimoire, on the other hand, is like a book of shadows, but it's not as personal. This holds all of the information about rituals, spells, potions, how to prepare magical tools, correspondences, magical properties stuff like that. A grimoire contains all of your magical research, it does not contain the personal records, whereas a book of shadows does. For me, a book of shadows is combined. It's a personal journal containing the records of my magical practice, but it's also got all of the information and research that I've ever done. In modern witchcraft, this is very, very common. A lot of practitioners now opt to have a combined book for ease. Some practitioners do have smaller books for each topic, which is a brilliant, brilliant option if you can afford the expense of buying lots and lots of notebooks. But your book of shadows can be literally whatever you want it to be and laid out however you like. Whether you go for a traditional approach, which is the separate book of shadows and grimoire, or whether you opt to go combined. Contrary to popular belief, a book of shadows doesn't have to be a notebook. A lot of people get wrapped up in the idea that everything has to be pen on paper, but where it can be a notebook, it can also be a ring binder or folder, it can be a scrapbook, they can even be digital. I know witches who have tumblers, they use Microsoft OneNote, they use voice notes, Notion, there are just endless options for what your book of shadows can be. Inside your book of shadows you can put anything you wish. Depending on whether you want to go traditional or combined, your book of shadows in a traditional sense will likely just be filled with notes and outcomes of the rituals and spells that you do and any dreams that you have that you'd like to decode. If you're opting for a combined book, your book will likely be an encyclopedia of your witchcraft journey, meaning that you will have all of the research that you've conducted and all of your personal notes. So 
traditional or combined, which is better? Well, as with everything, this is complete personal preference. A traditional approach may be easier for organisational purposes because you know that you have individual books for individual needs. It can be more manageable for beginners or for those who have trouble organising, but if you're opting for a physical notebook, you will have to buy double. A combined approach takes more organisational skills and can seem more daunting for beginners. However, if you have a book with tabs, removable pages, index pages, or you're using a ring binder or digital space, a combined book of shadows can be really, really handy and easier to manage in that way. Now, I know what a lot of you will be thinking. A digital space or a ring binder? Like, no, surely it has to be a notebook. Well, the thing is, your book of shadows is literally that. It's yours. Like its owner, it's going to be unique. It'll be one of a kind and dressed to your preference. There is a lot of debate about the aesthetics of a book of shadows and how it should be a leather-bound journal with large brown pages or made entirely by you by hand but the thing is that's not accessible to everyone and that's not going to inspire everyone. If you're going for a journal you want to find one that you like to look at whether that be large with intricate patterns or smaller and more plain or you might just want to find an easy to use app or website but whatever it is, it, you want it to be something that makes you feel inspired. Whether that be how your pen glides along the paper, how the pages are laid out, or how accessible and easy it is to use. Accessibility is a big thing. For example, a witch with motor disabilities may not be able to physically write or type. So having a journal just isn't going to work. So they may opt for voice notes or video. A witch who's always on the go may opt for a smaller, more travel-friendly book or use a digital one. Aesthetics should not be a deciding factor in what you decide your Book of Shadows is going to be. You want something that you personally enjoy and like to use, not something that would look good on photos. The truth is, no one book of shadows is right, but no book of shadows is wrong. If it contains your magical findings, it's a book of shadows, no matter what it looks like. How do you begin a book of shadows is probably the biggest question that I get about them. And again, this is personal preference. Some practitioners place a sigil on the inside cover some place a blessing and others just dive right in. It's whatever works for you. For ideas on what your book of shadows can contain, you can keep an eye on my Instagram all the time. I'm always posting information. But for a short list, if you're opting for combined, you may wish to put colour correspondences, moon phases and their meanings, spells you wish to try, magical recipes and times of the day. But mostly it will be when you've performed a spell how it worked for you, if it worked for you, what went wrong and what you would change. If you have dreams that you'd like to dive deeper into, write down as much information about the dream as possible. It's really whatever you want and that is 
The biggest thing in witchcraft as a whole is it's whatever you want, but with something as personal as a book of shadows, no one can tell you what to put in it. People can only give you ideas. As for layout, you can write in it however you want. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. You might prefer blocks of text or delicately placed photos with small bits of writing around them. A lot of your first pages will be finding the style that you feel most comfortable with and that's fine. Don't panic if your pages aren't picture perfect. Like I said before, aesthetics don't matter. You can write in your book as often as you like. Some witches prefer to set aside learning hours where they learn more about something they've been wanting to know. Others write in when they find information and quickly jot it down, and some sit in the middle somewhere. Above everything, remember that it's important to take breaks. Don't burn yourself out by researching all kinds of random shit for hours and hours on end. Try to pick a topic and dive deep into each section in small bursts. You'll find that this is most effective for learning, but that's a whole different podcast. I also want to note that it's completely normal to not write in your book of shadows for extended periods of time. We're all busy people and sometimes the idea of coming home after a long day and trying to learn more is just too much. It's alright to take a break from learning. It's fine. I've been known to not touch my book of shadows for months and months on end and that's fine. The second most popular question I get about Book of Shadows is do they need any special treatment? Now personally for me, I cleanse mine before each new entry and place it in the light of the full moon every four weeks as this is how I feel that my book needs to be cared for. For you, you may not feel like you need to do anything and you can just dip in and out whenever you want and others may have full rituals for their book. You'll figure it out and you'll figure out what feels best for you. And lastly, do I recommend having a book of shadows and why or why not? I highly recommend having a book of shadows. I cannot stress enough how much I love them and how important I think they are. Now, please remember this is my personal opinion. So if you don't want one, I can't force you and I never would. For me personally, when I began my journey, I didn't have a book of shadows. It was something that I'd heard about and I did a little bit of research on, but I just didn't feel like it was anything worth my time. I felt like I would spend too much time writing the information than learning it. I was very, very, very wrong. <laughs> it turns out, that actually I've lost a good few years of my craft and where that's fine and I kind of remember I still do come back to spells that I wrote a while ago and try them out and they don't work for me and then I'll remember afterwards like oh yeah this didn't work for me last time so kind of wish that I had started one uh, at least a personal one now I have a combined book and I find that so much easier. I write about a topic, something that I've learnt about, and then I will leave a few spaces blank, a couple of pages, maybe three or four, 
I'm feeling like I'm going to do a lot of work on it and use that for my personal notes. But I highly, highly recommend having one. You'll find that at the start you find things quite easy to remember and everything that you're learning is new and it's still very, very exciting. So you'll make a point to try and retain that information. But as you get further and further into your journey, you learn more, which means that you either will forget the things that you began learning first or you'll just find it harder to retain this information because there's just too much going on in your head. I still have to go back sometimes and check the basics of the basics just to be sure that I'm 100% right because I've done so much learning in that time and that's okay and it's so much easier having my own notes and having everything that I've ever written down about the topic. It just makes things a little bit smoother, you know? But that's everything from me. It's your little bite-sized chunk of beginner witchcraft for the day. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and a very magical week. Bye, little shadows.